Welcome to Outsourcing Pharma's latest podcast. I'm Gareth MacDonald, keeping up to date with all the news and developments in the pharmaceutical contracting sector. Transcript Partners says its unique augmentation model can offer drug firms a rapid and responsive solution for R&D. Joining me today is Transcript's senior partner, Paul Branthwaite, to explain the approach and how it can augment drug makers' internal R&D efforts. It's, it's quite straightforward. Um, we provide knowledge and uh, functional capability in drug development in, in what I would consider to be the widest context. We're offering a, uh, a larger, flexible resourcing model that allows our clients to access the expertise within transcript partners and those functional capabilities to fill you know, whatever skill, experience or resource gaps that are increasingly appearing as, as big pharma accommodates the new financial realities. Okay, so you mentioned the, the financial realities there. Was that a, one of the motivations for setting up this, this approach? It, it was the principal one. I mean, as we all know, uh, both pharma and biotechs have, have always faced uh, formidable challenges. Uh, indeed, we're, we're hitting the almost perfect storm now in that uh, you know, we have excellent, difficult-to-improve, major revenue-earning drugs which are going generic, either have done or shortly. And frankly, there's very little incentive to create the next generation of blockbusters as the regulatory and remuneration hurdles are rising, and you couple that to the inherent increasing cost of drug development, and it's, it's a real problem. So, you know, farmers reacted, um, and there's been significant reductions, both actual and continuing, of now what we would consider core drug development expertise and the infrastructure within mainstream pharma, which previously was, was held to be sacrosanct. You know, if you think about what happened 10 years ago, uh, with clinical operations, data management being reduced or outsourced to CROs. Now that's starting to happen big time to the, the preclinical and clinical experts, the regulatory medical affairs and marketing teams. And although we're not addressing the marketing issue, um, we feel that um, the, the risk uh, is that lowering the knowledge, uh, the capacity and capability of, of companies to react to events and opportunities is eventually putting drug programs at risk. In sort of wider terms for pharmaceutical R&D service provision, um, how do you see it developing over the next few years and, and what do you think will be the key factors? Well, the, the, the major drivers um, are no longer within the, uh, the Western world. Um, you know, the, we all know that um, financial budgets for, for drug purchasing um, are uh, relatively uh, constrained within the, uh, certainly post the, 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 the recent financial meltdown. So, you know, it is obvious, and it indeed is obvious from, from the clientele that we're attracting, that the, 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 the next big push in terms of, of that will be in the uh, developing world, you know, particularly India, to a lesser extent uh, in uh, China and the, the, shall we say, the emerging economies within the, uh, the Far East. Uh, South America may be in the longer term, um, but there are one or two companies there that are also looking very interesting and, and starting to apply uh, their, their strength uh, to, to a wider uh, audience. Um, so we see that the, the, the growth is, is there, and that is also where the growth of knowledge is, uh, is required, and um, we aim to fill some of that ourselves. Paul, thanks very much for speaking with us today. For all the breaking news and issues affecting the pharmaceutical outsourcing market, please visit www.outsourcingpharma.com.